I had everything planned out. My success was here, but something was missing and everything came crashing down and Jesus was there to pick me up. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Anlay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Lately, we've been talking about whether or not self-willpower is enough to survive in this world, and if there's a better way than full self-reliance. In our last show, we had Brandy Ventimiglia, who told us how she became a huge overachiever, straight-A personality, but grew up in a very dysfunctional home where she even saw drugs on the table and a lot of abuse in her life. She described a relationship with her father, somewhat of a passive-aggressive relationship where if she was achieving, doing well, doing good in grades, then there was that love and acceptance. But without all of that, it was missing. And so she grew up really trying to achieve and get that acceptance that she felt she needed in her life. But then as she got older, she didn't have enough willpower herself to feel truly fulfilled it was never enough. Today, she's going to describe how she had a dream that changed the trajectory of her life, where later on, she would become a full-blown minister of the gospel. Brandy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Brandy, it is such a pleasure to have you on the show with us. And if you could, recap why, when you were younger, you believed that being an overachiever would ultimately change the destiny of your life. I felt that I had control if I overachieved. If I could be a perfectionist, then I wouldn't repeat what I seen in my former years growing up. Mm. And so it was a way of me feeling secure. It was a way of me having control over what happened in my life. But we know that's not the outcome. We don't have (laughs) control over our lives. (laughs) Well, and you discovered that. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to talk about how things came crashing down. But I understand you had a dream that kind of awakened you into understanding that there is a spiritual realm because you didn't really believe in a spiritual realm. You just thought like, hey, I got to make it here on this earth. But tell us about this experience here. Yes. I was actually in my senior year of high school, just prior to college. And during that time, I was partying and drinking and I had a dream. And it was very real as though it happened. I believe it was God telling me like, this is what's going to happen with your life if you do not turn to me. And so I had a dream that I was in a car accident with the friends that I would hang out with. Mm -hmm. I literally seen myself fly through the window and I could see my body laying on the ground and I seen my spirit lift up from my body and I seen myself on the side completely dead. I woke up. I was perplexed. I've never had a dream like this. I wasn't raised in a Christian home. Nobody talked about God. And it got my attention, to say the least. Wow. Now, a couple weeks later, I was sleeping again, and I actually had an encounter with a spirit. And I did not know what this was. I had no idea 
Hmm. I have no background in spirits, demons, any of that. Right. And I just knew that I seen it. So with this dream in the spirit that I did see when I was sleeping, it got my attention to say the least. So it like kind of freaked you out. Oh, it freaked me out (laughs) that I knew that I seen it. Wow. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know that God was getting my attention. And then I actually went to a family friend's house and I... I had a discussion. He was an evangelist and he actually said that is the spirit of death. And he started talking about this man named Jesus. And when he started talking about Jesus, my whole body burned on fire and I didn't know what was happening. Yes. So like here you are like kind of like just not really a spiritual person, but then as he's just talking about the name of Jesus, your body has this spiritual reaction. Yes. And I had no idea what was even happening. All I knew is at that moment, he prayed for me and I couldn't get enough of hearing about Jesus. Wow. That's interesting. It's almost like this burning fire, this spiritual encounter you're having was fulfilling something that you're needing in your life. Yes. What do you think that was? I mean, kind of dissecting it here. What do you think that was? Because I think a lot of people are looking for something like that. I really believe that God gets our attention, and I really believe that He was allowing me to have this experience, this encounter with Him, so I knew that He was real. Hmm. But I would definitely call this what we say is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Wow. So you gave your life to Christ at that moment? At that moment, I gave my life to Christ. Wow. And I definitely believe that was the manifestation of the Spirit of God. Wow. So how does being a Christian change this overachiever, high stress and duress attitude to make it all happen for yourself? I don't believe it happened overnight. Mm -hmm. I believe that God allows, once we say yes to Him, I believe it's a process that we walk through with Him. Mm. I was an overachiever and that it didn't end the moment I said yes to Jesus. Mm. It was a process of Him taking down the lies that I believed about being an overachiever and about being a perfectionist. Interesting. And he really brought me through two decades of a process of transformation of bringing down those lies that I believed. That's so good because being an overachiever, you know, everyone's like, well, that's a great thing. Well, what's wrong with that? Well, because it probably caused a lot of stress upon yourself and upon others around you, right? Because everything yes. had to be a certain way. And then people are like, yo, whoa, right? And you'd be like, no, it has to be this way. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. And that's what it does. Is it causes a person to grip controlling things where they shouldn't be trying to control. Yes. And it sounds like you just kind of released to the Lord all of that control. Is that right? I really yielded. I've learned in the years, He wants us to live from a place of rest. And we're like, okay, well, what does that look like? Because all these Mm -hmm. years I've been conditioned. And I think our society, it's not just people that have come from abusive backgrounds. I really believe that our culture says you must be an overachiever. You must be a perfectionist. Right. Yes, it does. And God says to live the opposite. He says, rest and abide in me. And we're like, okay, Mm. how do I do that yet be successful? And I believe that Mm. you can. And so Mm. I really believe when you live a yielded life and a surrendered life to God, you begin to learn how to rest and giving Him your yes. Mm. And that really takes the pressure off of you to be an overachiever 
That's so good. Now, how does encountering Jesus bring fulfillment though? Like you would think all the money and success that you had in, you know, your previous marriage and you think it would make this encounter with Jesus be like, you know, whatever. But how does your encounters with Jesus compare with the lifestyle of having money and success, you know, in a very worldly perspective? Yes. So I have encountered Jesus many times and it brings me to the last encounter I had with him. I mean, very prominent encounter I had with him and it was about love. Mm. And I think that when you start encountering him and saying yes to him and really understanding your placement in him and your identity and who you are, Mm. then it doesn't matter. His love will compel you to saying yes, regardless of the money, regardless of success. It compels you to doing whatever he asks of you. Mm. And it's no longer about the money and the success. It's about satisfying the Lord. And in return, you're then satisfied. And I know what you do that. You know, I know you today and you really do that, which is awesome. Can you talk to someone who has a hard time letting go of control in their own lives and why surrendering to God would be a better decision? Yes, I believe it's an invitation for Jesus. I believe that when we acknowledge that we're trying to control our lives, when we're trying to be overachievers, when we're struggling with that, it's actually an invitation to allow Jesus into those areas of our hearts. Mm. And it then becomes a heart posture. God, it's always moving from the inside out, and it's really just an invitation. So for the audience, letting go and trusting Him, it's just an invitation to allow Him in Mm. and not having shame or guilt around it that you're struggling with control, you're struggling with perfectionism, you're struggling with being an overachiever. It's really coming to Him and exposing our hearts and inviting Him into those areas. Amen, Brandy. Thanks so much for joining us today. It was refreshing to hear that we don't have to do life all on our own and that God does truly take care of us. Thanks so much for joining us, Brandy. Thank you for having me. Don't go anywhere. The show isn't over yet. Let's talk about this subject deeper right after the break. Hey guys, it's me again. Let me be real and upfront with you. People are calling in and getting saved and set free by the power of the gospel that is preached on this show through powerful testimonies. I remember one night I was working the phones and a man in about his 30s called in. He was a business owner who was addicted to cocaine and he was living in California. He said he was driving and he heard our show about a former drug addict and he felt convicted that he wasn't living his life right and he gave his life to Jesus that very night. To me, this is a powerful reminder that God is moving through this real and raw show to touch the lives of others. Will you help us reach other cities all across America? You may be able to donate maybe $5 a month, maybe $10, some of you $25, maybe more. Anything helps. Help us to spread the gospel to America as we are believing for a great harvest of souls for the kingdom of God in this time and in this era. But we can't do it without you. Don't just sit there. Go to AwakeningTheNations.com and join the movement to get these testimonies to help others. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? You know what I really like about Brandy's testimony? What I like is that her story reveals that our stress and pressure often arises out of us trying to become something that we already are. And until Brandy came to know her Savior, Jesus Christ, she never could arrive to where God truly called her. I know very rich people right now who have so much. 
but they still feel trapped and pressured as if they've never made it, like they aren't good enough. What did Brandy find? Philippians chapter 4, 6-7, through seven, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. See, Brandy found peace, but surrendering and getting to know a real God was what brought it. By surrendering to Jesus, she found true peace that does this like guardianship over her heart and her mind. Rather than always trying to prove herself and to become something, she was realizing who she was in Christ. This here is life transformational. Where are you at with this? Are you trying to become something on your own, not realizing God already knows who you are? Let's pray. Father God, I'm praying with a person who's saying, I don't really know who I am, or I don't really know what I'm to achieve, and I often feel that I have no peace. So Lord Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. We're asking for you to just wash my brother, my sister, with your peace right now. And we receive you, Lord, into our lives so we can follow you, so we can know truly who you are and really know what our life is about. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. If you have a testimony to share or know someone who does and would like to share it on our show, go to AwakeningTheNations.com and click Guest Audition on the top menu. See you next time.